Hey gang, Wonder Rob here. And Shop's here too. This podcast is part of the Geek So To Speak network. Visit GeekSoToSpeak.com for our full podcast lineup. Hey, Vactor. Hey, Wonder Rob. Are you ready to record the latest episode of Geek So To Speak? Aw, yeah! Well, I'm good because I have really good news for you, but I also have bad news as well. Oh, no. I'll tell you what, I'll start with the bad news. Just rip it off like a Band-Aid. Sorry to say that Schaff, our co-host for the last 197 episodes, will not be joining us any longer. What? I know, I know, I know, it sucks. But the good news is, I already found our co-host, our replacement. Oh yeah. Let me introduce you. Shaf's new baby. I took her when he was on the toilet. He didn't even see. Oh, snap. Say hi, Shaf's new baby. <laughs> there goes Star Wars. Star Trek. <laughs> see? This baby's already fitting in. I love it. I love this new baby. This new butt baby. <laughs> I'm a butt baby and I love shots. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I love my dad. We got him. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I can't breathe. Welcome back, fellow geeks, for another episode of Geek So To Speak podcast, your source for all things geek. We're talking movies, TV shows, comic books, trailers, geek news. And everything in between. And this week is no different. I am your co-host with the most, Wonder Rob. Coming at you live, well, semi-live from Southern California. And on the line with me is one of my bestest friends in the whole wide world. A yin to my yang. A cheech to my chong. Vactor. How's it going, Vactor? It's going great, Wonder Rob. And you know why it's going great? Why? Because... I'm eating a bowl of cereal right now because Wonder Rob told me that I couldn't eat cereal and podcasts and play video games at the same time. And I'm oh, going to prove no. him wrong on this episode. Nom, 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 See, nom, nom. oh, God. See, th this is the content people tune in for. Hearing chewing <laughs> in their ears <laughs> while they listen to a podcast. See, that's it's all connected, you guys. We're a multiverse of podcasts in the Geek So To Speak podcast network, and that's uh, that's just a callback to something on the Sandbox Gamers podcast. I won't go any further than that, but just so you know, it's it's just like the MCU, baby. It's all connected. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we're your source for all things geek. We're talking movies, TV shows, comic books, trailers, geek news, and everything in between. This week, we're primarily focusing on geek news because we didn't have really anything to review and... Another major event happened. Let's just get it out of the way. I'm sure you heard at the top of the show, Shaf is no longer with us. He is not a part of Geek So To Speak podcast anymore. This week, <laughs> I mean. I was making little jokey jokes at the top, but Shaf 
just had a beautiful baby girl, his second child, last week, or this week, excuse me, this past Thursday. Congrats, Shaw. Yes, congratulations, Shaw. So he's taking a much-needed break to be with his family, and we're going to let him. <laughs> and his baby, I know it might have sounded really convincing, like I really had his baby here, but it was just me. I'm sorry, <laughs> you guys. And his baby's not a butt baby. It's a beautiful baby. <laughs> so we're all on the same page here. But uh, Shaf will be back with us next week because next week we're talking Multiverse of Madness. It's finally Ooh. coming out. So he'll be back to join the conversation in some way or another next week. Uh, how much of a conversation... Or how much of the podcast, we don't really know. But we know he'll be back for at least a little bit next week. I can't um, wait. If, the, <laughs> if this is your first time listening to us, well, hey, welcome. Don't forget to subscribe if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or if you're listening to us on Spotify. Give us that five-star review. And why don't you leave us some kind words? Because if you do, we'll give you a special shout-out on the show. Of course, uh, Geek So To Speak is part of a Geek So To Speak podcast network. All the links are in the show notes, so don't forget to check all that out. And uh, we'll talk about it probably at the end of the show, unless I forget. Who knows, everybody? And I'm going to let everybody know at the top. We're going to warn you again next week, but we're approaching episode 200 of the Geek So To Speak podcast. We've been doing this for a little over six years now, Vactor. Oh, dang. I know. It only seems like a couple of weeks for you, but dang. it's been <laughs> over six years for me and Shaf. And since we are coming up on episode 200, I want to let everybody know we're, we're going to be changing some things around here, starting with episode 200. And the thing that you're going to want to keep an eye out for is after next week's episode, which is episode 199, again, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, we're going to take a short break, a short hiatus. It'll either be a week or two weeks. We don't know for sure just yet. But when we come back for episode 200, it's going to be the all new, all different Geek So To Speak podcast. It actually won't be that much different, but it <laughs> will be a little different. Oh, yeah. So... The whole just show don't. is just going to be ASMR of eating cereal. Yep, that's true. It's going to be <laughs> cereal, pancakes, waffles, pretty much only breakfast mm. foods. And uh, yeah, so get ready for that. <laughs> get ready for that, everybody. <laughs> it's your source for all things. <laughs> that's what we're, we're going to be. But anyways, just wanted to give you a heads up. We're going to warn you again next week. And I'm sure we might even put like a little blurb like a little one-minute notification on the um, the podcast feed as well af after 199. But we got something real special for you. Come Geek, so to speak, 200. So just be ready for that, you guys. Okay, so all that being said, it's time to get into the latest and greatest geek news. Geek news! Nude news. Nude news. Okay, so... Let's do this, Vactor. Since we don't have a primary subject, we're not reviewing anything this week, we will just dive into the geek news, and then about halfway through the geek news, we'll take our break, and then we'll continue with the geek news, and then we'll get into the life updates and all the fun stuff like we normally do. How's that sound? Oh, uh, yeah. Sounds good okay. to me. Cool. So usually... And by usually, I mean every time whoever's hosting a particular episode, me in this instance, likes to give the honor, the duty, the right to the first Geek News article to the co-host, which is you in this instance, Vactor. So why don't you tell me what's been going on this week 
in the world of geek news. Well, you're not going to believe this, but Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness has been banned in Saudi Arabia due to a gay character. Both Marvel's Eternals and West Side Story ran into similar issues when they were released in theaters. So Saudi Arabia does not like gays in their movies. Um, This is 2022 and movies are getting banned for inclusions of a gay character. I didn't even know there was going to be a gay character in Doctor Strange, but I didn't think I needed to know that. Um, (laughs) This is very strange to me, but this is this is what's going on right now in the world we live in. It is truly a multiverse of madness, if you ask me, <laughs> if uh, movies are being banned for this. Now, uh, we consider ourselves a very open-minded podcast, Geek So To Speak podcast. Um, but obviously, we disagree with... Well, I think it's fair to say I can make a blanket statement about everybody on the podcast. We, we disagree with this decision, obviously. So it's America Chavez who's a gay character. Um, I'm not super duper familiar with her character. Yeah, she's uh, pretty you, new. More, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's pretty new to the Marvel Universe, but um, she was introduced when I was kind of, when my comics reading fell uh, fell off. So I'm, I'm actually not as familiar with her either. Hmm. Well, all I really know about her so much is that, aside that she's a gay character, she has multiverse multiversal properties or powers that she can sort of hop universes to do whatever she wants. And she wears a sweet ass denim jacket. Maybe it's not so much that Saudi Arabia hates gay people. It's just that they're jealous of the sweet denim jackets. Maybe that's a very, (laughs) that's a very strong possibility. Um, But you know, at least this one is an actual, just like I think with Eternals, I didn't see West Side Story, so I couldn't tell you, but At least this is an actual gay character instead of a lot of the Disney, like remember Beauty and the Beast? And it's like, they're going to show the first gay kiss in Beauty and the Beast and there's going to be a gay character. Everybody hyped it up. And then it was like a half a second of LeFou dancing with a guy. And it was like, what? That was the the big gay thing? What? (laughs) We're going to kill the beast. Also, I'm gay. (laughs) Now let's go kill the beast. That's exactly what it was like. So <laughs> Eternals had, you know, the actual open gay character. He had a, a relationship. This is what it, sh- this is how it should be. And this is how our movies in 2022 should be showing all sides. Um, very strange that it's getting banned in any place in the world, but um, definitely not going to Saudi Arabia anytime soon to watch movies over there. <laughs> Thank goodness. Well, it's certainly not banned here, and I plan on seeing it next Thursday night. Oh, and I am very much looking forward to that, you guys. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's switch gears here. We got plenty of Marvel news to talk about, but we're just going to sort of hop in and out here. I'm going to talk about Vactor's favorite subject, Super Mario Brothers. Woo-hoo! That's right. So we are all well aware that the Super Mario Brothers movie probably, actually, I'm going to s- scratch that. Definitely will be better than the Sonic the Hedgehog movies, both of them <laughs> combined. That's for sure, because it has Chris Pratt as Mario 
Hey, I'm Mario. Hey, I'm a plumber. It's a me. That's <laughs> how I imagine <laughs> he's going to do it. Jack Black as Bowser. Seth Rogen as Donkey Dong. Charlie Day as Gooigi. It's going to be so, 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 so good, everybody. <laughs> but we're going to have to wait just a little bit longer because it was just announced this past week, Vector, that it has been delayed or pushed back. And the funny Ooh. thing about it to me is that Nintendo of America announced it as opposed to Illumination Entertainment. And Nintendo of America approached it like it was a video game delay. Uh, This is the tweet that they put out from Nintendo of America. This is Miyamoto, period. (laughs) (laughs) That's what that made me laugh. Like, this is Miyamoto, period. After consulting with Chris San, my partner at Illumination on the Super Mario Brothers film, we decided to move the global release to spring 2023, April 28th in Japan and April 7th in North America. My deepest apologies, but I promise it'll be well worth the wait. But like it's, there's no real reason for a movie to get delayed like a video game. Like, oh, well, we're just trying to make it the best movie it can be. No, <laughs> like you shift dates because it makes sense for your release calendar. It's not right. like they're like, oh, we're re-recording a bunch of stuff. <laughs> and, you know, we added more levels. And now we got Waluigi in it. It's going to be fantastic. Um so the way they're handling it is really interesting to me. But just like I said, it's not coming out December 21st this year like we had had originally anticipated. Now we're getting it April 7th next year, and it will be out in April 28th in Japan. So all you Japanese people, feel free to take a trip to North America so you can see it earlier. Or just find it on the Internet. Maybe it fell off the back of a truck or something <laughs> like that. I'm sure you can get a hold of it, but we're going to have to wait a little longer for that Mario Brothers movie, buddy. Are you disappointed? I am. I want to see it as soon as possible. Um not because of Chris Pratt's eventual performance as Mario, but I want to see this animation. I want to see how Mario moves in this movie. And you know what's funny like you said this is Miyamoto tweeting Anybody who's seen interviews with Miyamoto, he don't talk like that. He His English is not that good. He's not going to be talking about my deepest apologies. No way, Miyamoto. We see through your ruse. And then they try to put, to make it Japanese and make it Miyamoto. Oh, Chris-san, we're going to put that one little thing. That's, that means he's Japanese. He's talking He's talking to all you guys. Get out of here, Nintendo of America. We We see through your ruse. Now you you used to live in Japan, so you probably met Miyamoto. Uh, well, I met someone who looked like him every day in Japan. <laughs> That's right. Because he was Japanese. <laughs> 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 oh man! All right, this is perfect. See, yeah. we don't need shop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so that's about it for the Super Mario Brothers uh, news. I'll I'll hand over the mic back to you, Vector. What else is going on? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the news is just going from bad to worse. Uh Because not only was Mario uh, delayed, but the Into the Spider-Verse movie was delayed, as we talked about. And I'm still very sad. I'm reeling over that news. But... Some good news out of this. We actually got some more information on the the sequels because there's going to be a part one 
and a part two. We already knew part one was going to be called Across the Spider-Verse. But mm-hmm. now, because of some news that came out of, I think it was CinemaCon in Las Vegas, we know the name of the third part, or part two, I should say. It is called Beyond the Spider-Verse. So we're going to have Into the Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse, and Beyond the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be hundreds of characters in this. So that there's going to be 230 characters in this movie. So I am very excited about that because in uh, Into the Spider-Verse, there was only 40 characters. So this one's going to have 230 my mind is exploding with possibilities of what's going to be all the kids at Miles's high school or college. <laughs> Kevin, no. hi. Billy, hi. These Sarah, are gonna, hi. <laughs> these are going to be all your favorite Marvel characters, Rob. And there's going to be six universes. So we already know, like the Spider-Man 2099 universe is, is going to be uh-huh. in it. What are the other ones, Rob? What are we going to see? The Marvel Zombies universe. What are we going to see? Oh my gosh, what if they pull into the MCU? That would be sweet. What? Ooh. Okay, let's say they don't do that, but they, they're pulling into a new Spider-Verse that, you, that has not been in the movies before. If I were going to pull from one, you know what would be, would be rad? What if they pulled from ins- the Insomniac Oh, Spider-verse? yeah. They That's could. What I want. They I could. would love to see that. Or Spider-Ape. <laughs> seeing the the PlayStation Spider-Man with his white spider on his chest. Oh yeah, I would There would be another core memory for you, Rob. If we were in the theater together and the PlayStation Insomniac Spider-Man showed up, I would my my uh pants would be wet for the rest of the movie. I would not be <laughs> sitting in dry pants anymore. Cuz I cuz you spilled your soda all over yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's right, the right. Yeah. And not come yeah. Right. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I think if they put the Insomniac Spider-Man into the the Spider-Verse movies, I think it would be funny if every time he moved around or fought somebody, like the little quick time events happened around him, and all the other Spider-Men are like, "What are those things around you?" It's like, "Oh, Ooh, I don't know. Those are always just yeah. there every time." Yeah. Sony, I'm writing this for you. <laughs> Money, please. <laughs> Thank you. Man, it's going to be a good one, that. you guys. Uh, let's keep it in the world of the MCU, but not really, but kind of. Uh, Vector and I are theme park enthusiasts and Disney theme park enthusiasts as well. Yeah. We are both equally excited for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, he's drinking his cereal. <laughs> he's doing it. He wasn't lying, you guys. <laughs> this is for the, the video viewers on Twitch. Oh, and speaking of, just real quick, shout out to Jeff W. joining us in the chat. He says it's gross that you're eating cereal. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Jeff, you should try some of these. That's Jeff W. from the Sandbox Gamers podcast, everybody. Anyway, Guardians of the Galaxy is getting a ride at Epcot. Cosmic Rewind. Uh, We're all devastated that Ellen's Energy Adventure is being devastated demolished or has been demolished Uh, the perfect ride for a nap if you ask me no uh this ride and this isn't the story i'm just giving you a little information about the ride itself it's it's a unique 
it's called a story coaster that will involve storytelling uh, for the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Celestial Esson, and the Nova Corps. Um, and the cars will rotate 360 degrees so that the riders can see the story play out. And they'll also get to see Disney World's first ever reverse launch coaster. Um, and it's supposed to be one of the longest enclosed coasters in existence. And that's opening uh, this summer. May 27th. But the news here is that they're finishing up work on this ride. And Terry Crews is finally joining the MCU. Well, MCU adjacent. I don't know how canon these rides are. But Terry Crews uh, is gearing up for his new role as Centurion Tal Marek, commander and star, excuse me, commander of the Star Charter and close advisor to Nova Prime. And he'll be directly featured in the ride. So finally, we're getting Terry Crews in the MCU. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about that? Spit out your cereal <laughs> and let us know what you have to say about that, Vector. I can't wait. Terry Crews is one of my favorite actors, one of the funniest guys working today. And I, I, I'm sure they're going to blend in his humor with Guardians of the Galaxy ride. I'm sure you and I are both going to be laughing our our hats off when we watch that, when we go to that ride. Yeah, I was planning on visiting at the end of the year, and I still might, but I haven't mentioned this to anybody yet. This is a news. This is a drop. I might actually skip Disney World this year and go to, 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 to Disneyland Paris instead. Ooh. But nothing's final just yet. But we're we're looking at those options. Mm. So more to come on that. But that'll be at yeah. the end of the year trip for me. Uh, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. So keep an eye out for Terry Crews officially joining the MCU, uh, sort of, this summer. <laughs> All right. Back to you, Vector. Oh, yeah. So this was a funny little piece. I think Shoff actually was the first person to make me aware of this, but... A number of people sent this news to me. There was a fan edit of... A fedit, if you will. <laughs> the Batman. Mm -hmm. But, now, the, the Batman is the new movie that just came out with Robert Pattinson. This YouTube guy, YouTube's Corridor channel, uh, racked in more than 500,000 views in 24 hours by basically taking Adam West Batman and placing him into the Batman. So it's taking the goofy, campy Batman from the Adam West series and putting him into the dark and gritty Robert Pattinson Batman. Did you have a chance to take a look at this, Rob? Yes, this was very silly. <laughs> <laughs> this was... <laughs> I'm always of two minds when something like this rolls across the old wonder desk, number one is, Oh, somebody took the time to make this. <laughs> the other is somebody took the time to make this. <laughs> and I'd never really know which one to lean more into, uh, but it is very silly. <laughs> it doesn't it. I'll, I'll just lay it out like this. It does not make me wish that was the real version. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> I think this guy did a very good job on the edit, putting in the Penguin, the Riddler, Batman, um, the Batmobile, 
like all of these elements into it. And uh, I had a good laugh when I was watching it. So good on you, Corridor. Very good. I remember watching the this Adam West all the time when I was a kid. Every summer, my mom would drop me off at my grandma's house. She would just ditch me. She'd be like, stay with your grandma. Bye. And she'd like party <laughs> and stuff for a couple of weeks. Um, and of course, I was at my grandma's. And, and this was, you know, in the the late 80s, early 90s. So it's not like there was a whole lot to do. So I would just watch daytime TV and the Adam West Batman would be on all the time. And man, I loved it back in the day. But this did not ignite <laughs> that love. And I just want to stress that out. No core um, memories were brought up, Rob? No. As a matter of fact, some core memories may have been destroyed. My The love that I had for it. Uh, I, d- I do not wish to see this ever again. <laughs> but good on you, whoever did it. You got some free time on your hands. By all means, you're, you're making... You're making an edit for your college thesis or your college final or whatever. Good on you. It went viral, but don't <laughs> do it again. Don't do it again. Uh, speaking of don't do it again, Venom 3 is coming out soon. And so is a sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, CinemaCon was just this uh, past week factor. A lot oh, of our yeah. stories involved this. And Sony was there. And Sony announced that they greenlit a third installment of the Tom Hardy franchise, Venom, following, quote, back-to-back office successes of 2021's Venom, colon, Let There Be Carnage, which made $502 million globally, and 2018's Venom, which made $856 million globally. Now, first of all, that's quite a drop. $856 million to $502 million. If we're if we're following this trend, number three is probably going to only be in the two hundred million range, and that's probably going to be the last time we see no. Venom for a while. <laughs> uh, I did not have the pleasure of seeing Venom. Let there be carnage, but I listened to the review on this podcast, and let me tell you, it was like I was there. Never had to go see it, and I watched Venom. For our very first Geek Movie Torture, and it literally made me fall ill. Oh. So, I don't anticipate seeing Venom 3, personally. Well, actually, maybe I'll have to, but we'll see. Uh, They also announced plans for another Ghostbusters installment, which will serve as a follow-up to Ghostbusters Afterlife, which came out last year. That made $200 million globally. Um, Now, I... I'll put it this way. Now, for loyal listeners of Geek, so to speak, will know that Shaf, our co-host, was the most love, love, loved Ghostbusters Afterlife. He he absolutely jaded his pee, if you know what I'm talking about, which I think you do. Me, on the other hand, I did not jade my peas. I enjoyed it for what it was, but I had no real urge to see it again because it didn't feel like a Ghostbusters movie and that's to me it didn't feel like a Ghostbusters movie it felt like a, a Stranger Things movie and so I was a little disappointed in it but I guess it did enough money that they're going to make a sequel but are they going to get all the original Ghostbusters back something tells me they're not getting Bill Murray back Dan Aykroyd will do anything that guy needs money 
Winston, Ernie Hudson, well, God bless him. <laughs> that guy's can't do any wrong. Uh, but mm-hmm. all that still, I have no uh I have no urge to watch Finn Wolfhard in a movie. I actually am I don't particularly enjoy him or his acting. So that's my thoughts on the subject. What about you, Vector? Are you hyped for Venom 3 or Ghostbusters Afterlife Part 2? Oh, yeah. Venom 3 is going to be so good. Might be You're my a most liar. anticipated <laughs> movie. <laughs> now that You're I know that there's a new <laughs> Venom 3, let's just put it this way. Venom 3 is my most anticipated movie that Sony is currently working on. If you don't count Beyond the Spider-Verse and Across the Spider-Verse, if you, if you just throw those out and like they never existed... Venom 3 would be my top choice. Now, what about the Whitney Houston biopic, I Want to Dance with Somebody? They're doing another one? Yeah, oh, wait, buddy. That's a, the other one was a documentary. Okay, yeah. Yeah, let's see. And what, they got Craven the Hunter. Ooh, okay. The Equalizer 3. Well, the, the Craven movie, I want to see that. But I, I, uh, Equalizer You're part 3. of the problem, Factor. Denzel Stop Washington has got to be... A hundred years old, and you're doing another <laughs> equalizer. Get out of here! The guy's got no, a mortgage. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> he's, no. got he's got plenty, man. He's got plenty of stuff he's doing. But the other one, the Ghostbusters, another life sequel. When I heard that, the first thing I thought of was the Danny DeVito meme where he's going, "Nope, Mm-mm. nope, nope." That's all <laughs> I could think of. As much as Shoff loved that movie, I got to say, Shoff, you're wrong on this one, pal, because Harold Ramis was rolling over in his grave when he was watching that movie, what they did to him, and they're going to do it all over again. They're going to digitally rape him, and they're going to continue to try to make money off of Harold Ramis, (laughs) and his dead corpse are going to be swinging (laughs) the life out of his corpse. Shaw, and you're the problem, Shaw. You are the problem. <laughs> you're the reason why they keep making these Ghostbusters movies. Guys, it's just like the Jurassic Park movies. The first one was great. Everyone else after that went downhill. So we can stop making Jurassic Park movies. We can stop making Ghostbusters movies. Let the original stand. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got to say. Reboot Ernest. That's all I got to say. Ooh, Give me another Ernest. I'll watch that. You can digitally recreate Jim Varney. Hey, Vern. Ernest, Ernest, uh, Ernest comes back from the grave. Hey, yeah. Vern. It was real hot in there, Vern. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I loved Ernest when I was a kid. It's just uh, quick shots of Ernest like interacting with the devil. Hey, devil. <laughs> Can't help but notice you're drinking Melly Yellow, Devil. Have you tried the glorious taste of Mountain Dew, Devil? <laughs> it's, got, it's citrus and lime, Devil. <laughs> and then Ernest falls off a ladder. Yeah. Cue the laughter. Cue the laughter, everybody. <laughs> Ernest comes back from hell. All right. <laughs> With that note, let's take a real quick break here, Vector, to hear from our sponsor, which is Anchor. Surprise, surprise. And then when we get back, we're going to keep talking. All the latest geek news will be right back. And we're back. That's right. Got to do my best shop impression this week. That's two weeks in a row, actually. Not too shabby. Let's keep it going with the geek news, Vector. What else is going on? Well, Sony is at it again, Wonder Rob. They just okay. announced at CinemaCon a brand new movie. What if I told you 
that in theaters, January 12th, 2024, you're going to get to see, Rob, one of Spider-Man's biggest villains of all time in his own standalone movie. What if I told you that? What if I just stopped right there okay. and told you that? I would be like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, for the listeners listening to the audio podcast, I'm making a very grumpy face and crossing my arms very high and tight. Uh, but I'm accompanying it with a solid that's what I would say because I've been burned. I know Venom's no good. I know Morbius is bad. What could, who could they possibly pull out of the woodwork for this factor? Who could they possibly? Well, it's going to be your most well-known villain in Ooh, all okay. of Spider-Man. Most well-known villain of Spider-Man. That's not Venom. That's not Morbius. Craven the Hunter. Silver Sable. Black Cat, Aunt May spy movie. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, what's what's the guy's name? I forget the villain's name, but you know he's he's black. He's the guy who has holes all over his body, and you punch through him, and the your fist comes out another hole on his body and punches you back. The spot. The hole. The spot. Yeah, is it the spot? No. Oh, guess who it is? Who? I give up. A villain. That appeared in two a total of two comic books in the oh, history good. of his character. Oh, it's one of these. Okay. El Muerto. And oh. it's gonna star Bad Bad Bunny Bob Bob Bob. Bad Bunny, better known as Benito Antonio Martinez Ocasio. He is gonna be starring in the El Muerto movie. And what? you know, I had completely forgot. El Muerto existed because, like I said, he, he appears in two issues. But then when I was looking up, when I was doing research for this, I remembered, I remember <laughs> the manure. <laughs> I was actually reading that comic, and you might have been as well. Um, the reason why I'm I knew this is right because now. he was wearing, on the cover, Spider-Man is, this is from Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number six and Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number seven. He was wearing the Iron Spider costume that Tony Stark got him during Civil War. So that mm-hmm. means this takes place in Civil War. And I was like, oh, yeah, I was reading that book. Um, I, I, like I said, I completely forgot about that. And it jogged my memory that he's a luchador, big wrestler guy. That's it. That's everything I remembered about that character. So they're taking that wonderful, rem- memorable character... And turn, giving him his own movie, Sony is scraping the bottom of the barrel and say, all right, what characters do we own? All right, here's a Spider-Man guy that appeared in two movies or two issues. Let's put him in a movie, guys, and let's put it out in two years. Let's, let's already put it, green light it, and get it out in January, the month that we have the most confidence in. Guys, let's just throw it in January. What is this? I'm looking him up right now. It says, the powers and mask of the superpower wrestler El Muerto have been passed down from generation to generation. So it's the mask? The mask gives him power? <laughs> There's no... It says... Here's the link. I So I googled El Muerto, and the first thing is El Muerto, El Muerto powers enemies history. Marvel. Click it. It's literally just two and a half paragraphs is the whole page. 
Nowhere on here does it say what his powers are. It says, uh, out of respect for his father's courage, El Dorado granted John Carlos 10 years to travel and to become the brave and then duel the mass wrestler and unmask him. Uh, what are the powers? <laughs> I remember Spider-Man struggling against him for a little bit, but he easily beat him. Who, who is who, who over here at Sony is green lighting these things? Who I just don't get it. I'm so confused. They're just pulling characters out of a hat. They they literally have a board full of all the characters' names, and they are just they're doing that thing where you know pin the tail on the donkey. You spin around with a blindfold, and then you just get pushed in a direction, and you pin it on the board. Like I yeah. feel like that's what they're doing. Because this makes no sense whatsoever. And a, a superhero luchador. Uh, I liked that the first time when it was called Nacho Libre. <laughs> Thanks. You know, DC also has an El Muerto character. Yeah, um, his name's Bane. <laughs> am I but right? Him I too. But right. there is an actual character named El Muerto. He's a Superman. Uh, he's related to Superman, but... He Let's get them together and make them kiss. <laughs> yeah, this is very strange that Sony would choose this, but I feel like Sony is very similar to Warner Brothers DC, where they're like, let's just throw everything at the wall because we clearly have no plan. We don't know what's going on. The Sinister Six movie, I don't know what's going on with that. We're just going to throw out characters. Craven, yeah, give him his own movie. All right, whatever. Let's just give every Spider-Man villain until one hits. Kind of like Venom did, but Venom was already popular before. You know, El Muerto is not... There wasn't fan films of El Muerto. We got to get this guy a movie. We, he's so popular. We, we all love him. He said, if it wasn't for this news, I would have forgot he existed. So... Not looking good over at Sony. Nope, nope, nope. Well, let me tell you one thing that's looking good for Sony. This is the reason why they keep making these movies and making these decisions. Because Spider-Man No Way Home made $610 million in profit. You contributed to that, Rob. Oh, I did. I saw it twice. <laughs> Actually, I think I saw it twice. Or only twice is what I mean to say. Uh, I'm not in the habit of seeing movies more than once a whole lot lately. That's what being a dad is all about, boys. Um, but $610 million in profit, which is a real interesting thing to me because I'm going to look up how much did it make in its global box office. It made a worldwide gross of $1,892,416,790. According to Wikipedia. So out of that $1.8 billion, $600 million and some change is considered profit. That's wild. That's wild, Vactor. Um, its last notable achievement was surpassing Avatar to become the third highest grossing movie ever at the domestic box office. Oh, Take yeah. that, James Cameron. <laughs> Friend of the show, James Cameron, actually. Schaff loves him. Uh, best friends, actually. He's got his name tattooed on his left buttock. Not a lot of people know that, but uh, Schaff's not here. So I can tell everybody <laughs> all his secrets. Anyways, not much more to that story, Vector. Just thought I'd let you know that it made $610 million in profit. So if you need a, a reason why Sony keeps making these stupid movies, 
You got to blame Spider Man. <laughs> the Spider Man. It's Spider Man's <laughs> fault. All right. Moving on. What else is going on? So, one of the things that Warner Brothers DC is actually doing right is continuing the Harley Quinn show. I would say that that's probably the best thing that they are currently producing. I can't wait for the new season, by the way. But one of the most popular characters on that show was Kite Man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Kite Man. He is so popular, he's getting a spinoff series. What do you think about that? (laughs) I'm fine with it. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a 10-episode order on HBO Max. And I, for one, cannot wait. Um, Season three of Harley Quinn comes out this summer. And I don't see a release date for this. They're calling it Noonan's? Noonan's? I don't know know how that relates to Kite Man, but um, apparently that's the show's name. Noonan's. What was it called? Noonan's? Like N-E-W-N-E-S-S? N-O-O-N-A-N. Noonan. Oh, Noonan. Nooney. Nooney. (laughs) (laughs) Nooney. So. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll get around to watching this eventually. Maybe our, um, maybe, just maybe, our new show format in the 200 and beyond will, will let us watch this. Oh, Perhaps. Yes. That's just a little hint. Oh, she. Oh. Everybody. Uh, Noonan's is the name of the bar that they go to. So it's like Cheers. The, oh, the name everybody of the show. knows your name. It's the name of the bar, so. Look out for Noonan's. Man, they should just call it Kite Man. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let me tell you something else. Uh, our Lord and Savior, Kevin Feige, recently was at CinemaCon, and he let a little interesting piece of information drop. He told the audience there that he will be heading to a Marvel Studios retreat directly after CinemaCon to work on the next... Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, <laughs> not seven, Keep not going. eight, not nine, <laughs> but the next 10 years of the MCU, the next decade wow. of the MCU. So if you think they're putting out, let's say, uh, three movies a year, roughly. That is 30 movies <clears throat> that they're putting out, not to mention all the things that they're going to want to do for Disney+. Plus. So I can only imagine. But they are campfiring it up. They're roasting s'mores and talking about what they want to do with the MCU. And there's already a, a whole mess of stuff coming out. We got Black Panther 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, The Marvels, Blade, Loki Season 2, Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk, Echo, Ironheart, Iron Wars, whatever Season 2, The Devil, Fantastic Four. <sighs> there's a lot. Are you hyped for the next 10 years? Think of it. You're going to be, you'll be close to 50. Dang! And you'll still be getting new content from the I- MCU. And little... Little baby Vactor will be 10. Yeah. 11. And you'll be going all the way back. You'll be like, when I was your age, well, not really, but when I was, when I was 20 years younger, I was watching all of this. And you're going to sit down and make them watch it. Do you ever think about stuff like that? Well, 
Not until you just said that, but I can't wait to see if they're able to pull it off, if they're able to be successful. Because if you think about when we were growing up, there was nothing like that that went on for Mm -mm. 10 plus years and told one story. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Vern. (laughs) I'm back with the third movie, Vern. Fourth movie, Vern. Fifth movie, Vern. (laughs) Ernest goes to Africa, Vern. (laughs) The fact that they've been able to connect all of these movies and do what they set out to do, which is what you know, DC dreams about doing is quite remarkable to me. So I'm interested to see how my son is going to grow up in a world where he's only going to know the MCU. He's not going to know the time before when we had Ghost Rider and, you know, um, Fantastic Four with Jessica Alba. Like these are Mm -hmm. the type of comic book movies we had to look forward to. Even things like Mystery Men and, uh, Tank Girl, you know, the stuff that was like indie comics, but mm. nobody... But he won't know was... nothing about Blank Man Ooh. or Meteor Man. Yeah, actually, maybe he <laughs> will, being my son, but... Yeah, well, good, good call, good call. <laughs> Touche. I think it's the next 10 years looks interesting, but, man, it's going to be very hard to top phase one, I think. Like, the just that... The initial origins of all the characters and then coming together, even I would say even up to Endgame, like it's going to be hard for them to surpass that. And I was thinking about that even after Endgame. I was like, where do they go from here? Because they basically achieved the pinnacle, the, the peak of comic book superhero movies. Where can they go from here? So I'm, I'm rooting for Kevin Feige and Marvel, um, but I think the odds are against them that the next 10 years are going to be as good as the, the previous 10 years. Well, I mean, it took 10 years to get all the way to Infinity War and Endgame. So given another 10 years, who knows, man? I it hope could be so. anything. Galactus, Doctor Doom. They, they could do all sorts of stuff. Although I don't think... I do agree with you. They're, they're going to have a, a heck of a hard time. They certainly didn't make it easy for themselves. Yeah. That's for sure. But and we've got a lot to look forward to. At that point, you know... I. I hear about superhero burnout every year. I've been hearing about that for the last 10 years. Ah, superheroes are on their way out. Everybody's getting burned out. And they're still going. But at what point do they become oversaturated? Do they become, you know, like people just don't want to see it anymore? Not for me. You're not going to hear that for me. But the average Joe on the street, when do they get tired? Yeah, it's certainly not a problem that I'm facing just yet but you never know 10 years later rob might be a totally different guy <laughs> we'll true. see i'm so tired of spider-man he's so played out more spider-man <laughs> give me more original movies well, anyway I'll tell, you, I'll tell you something that wonder rob was tired of and mm-hmm. the cw was tired of and that's batwoman because after three seasons batwoman has been canceled on cw I didn't even know this show was still going on <laughs> because after the first season, Ruby Rose, who was the star, left the show. Mm-hmm. And they brought in another actress, a black actress, to play Batwoman. And I that was the last I heard of it. I didn't hear anybody raving about it. I didn't hear anybody saying, hey, this is great. You got to watch Batwoman. Now I'm hearing about it because it's been canceled. So... It doesn't affect me because I wasn't watching Batwoman. 
Did you you guys watched the first episode, right? So I watched so, just me personally as an individual. I watched some of the Batwoman from the first season just out of curiosity, and oh, okay. I didn't particularly enjoy it. And then we went back and reviewed the beginning of season two with the new actress, and I believe I don't remember a whole lot about it because I didn't continue watching after that, but I had a whole lot of questions <laughs> about things that made a whole lot of well, let's just say let's just say the writers came up with really silly things to do <laughs> on the show and silly explanations on how these things occurred. And so we had we had quite a field day with that first episode and then we never watched it again. Yeah. Now, I was watching a lot of the CW shows when they first started coming out because they were new. Like there wasn't at the time, there wasn't anything like those shows on the air. Now they're kind of saturated in that uh, regard. Um, the only time I was watching them was when they came together every year, they would do a crossover episode where all the shows crossed over. I was watching all of those, but I was slowly, slowly dropping like, Okay, I'm not watching Legends of Tomorrow anymore. I'm not watching Arrow anymore. I'm not watching Flash anymore. Um, so when Batwoman came out, I was I said, nah, not CW, I don't trust you anymore. There's a big difference between CW and HBO shows. So when they when this Batwoman show came out, I said, not for me. Uh, currently, the remaining DC shows, Flash is still going on. Why? I don't mm -hmm. know. Legends of Tomorrow is still going on it. Why? Well, I don't know. That just got canceled. Oh, did it? Yeah. That was. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It did. So mm -hmm. Flash, Superman and Lois, and Stargirl. Those are the remaining CW shows. And I think Superman and Lois and Stargirl are, are still pretty new. But F Flash got renewed for a ninth season in March. Um, Legends of... I. I I never liked Legends of Tomorrow, so I, I don't. I'm kind of happy that one got canceled, but we'll see. There is a Gotham Knights show uh, coming as well, so we got I that wonder to if look forward to. If they're scrapping these shows like Marvel was scrapping the Netflix shows because they wanted to just do their own thing with the Disney Plus, I, and we know all about the DC destructuring, or excuse me, restructuring. Uh, well, I guess it could be destructuring, I guess, depending on how you look at it. Uh, so I wonder if that's the idea also here. And they're just letting their most popular shows run dry. They're like, okay, Flash has a, a really good fan base. We'll give them one more season to properly end. Uh, Superman, a lot of people like the Superman. Yeah, I've heard good things about that one. And I watched the pilot, um, and it just felt still too CW for me. So I said... I'm not going to stick around. There's way too many shows and movies that I'm watching right now. So we'll see what and happens. Star Girl. I don't know who that is. I, so <laughs> she's a character from like the 40s originally, and she was in the Justice Society of America. Um, I've never been a fan of hers either. So when, the, when that show came out, I was like, mm, I could skip this one also because it's not on HBO. It's not on a network I trust. So I'll, I'll skip this one too. Oh, there you go. All right. Speaking of skipping, John Watts is skipping Fantastic Four. Factor. John Watts, the director of all three Spider-Man movies, Spider-Man Homecoming, Far From Home, and No Way Home. 
the man who single-handedly, aside from our Lord and Savior Kevin Feige, of course, and uh, the people at Sony, but I don't give them too much credit, that gave us the best Spider-Man movies there are. Yeah, yeah. I said it. Although Spider-Man 2 still might be at the top. I don't know. I've got to really think about it. Well, not too long ago, he was announced as the director for the upcoming Fantastic Four reboot, and we all clapped. We said, excellent, great choice. He's doing such a good job. Excellent. Well, sad to say that's not going to happen, Factor, because just recently he decided that he is not doing this. The reason why? Well, he just wants to take a break from superhero movies, or at least that's what all the news outlets are reporting. Um, Kevin Feige said on the subject... Collaborating with John on the Spider-Man films has been a true pleasure. We are looking forward to continuing our work with him to bring the Fantastic Four into the MCU, but understand and are supportive for his reasons to step away. We are optimistic that we will have the opportunity to work together again some point down the road. And Watts said, Making three Spider-Man films was incredible and a life-changing experience for me. I am eternally grateful to have been part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe for seven years. I'm hopeful we'll get to work again. And I can't wait to see the amazing vision of Fantastic Four brought to life. So, doesn't sound like there were any creative differences. Not an Edgar Wright situation or anything like that. He just said, you know what? I think I need to take a little break from superhero movies. And I'm sure they're exhausting. I'm sure making a movie just in general is, is exhausting. I can only imagine how exhausting an MCU movie is. So, he's out. Maybe they'll pull Sam Raimi in. Ooh-wee. Because, you know, he is like, Marvel, please, 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 please. Let me make <laughs> Spider-Man 4. Please, 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 please. Uh, so maybe they'll get Sam Raimi in. But I'm sure the vision, I'm sure they have a, an interesting and unique vision for what they want the Fantastic Four to be, to be different from the previous movies, to make it an actual franchise that's going to be good. At least I would like to think that. Let me go ahead and knock on wood. So right. I'm not super worried about it. I think it kind of sucks because I did like John, how John Watts did the Spider-Man movies, and I thought that would have been an interesting vision toward Fantastic Four. But we'll see. You know what? All we got to do is stay alive till Fantastic Four comes out, buddy, <laughs> and we'll we'll see. But yeah, don't don't have good news to report. Yep, yep, I was yep. sad to hear that, but maybe they shouldn't have forced him to do three movies in seven years. But I don't think they forced him. That they probably were like ching, money, money, money. Yeah. And he said, "Please, please, please." <laughs> I, I want to see what they do with that because that was the whole reason why I was excited for that Fantastic Four movie. We don't have any casting. We don't know anything else about it besides he was attached to it. Now, now we don't know anything about it. Um, so, hopefully, they can make Fantastic Four good. Um, yeah. I'm also hoping. That Blake Lively's first, her, the first movie that she's going to direct is good as well. Um, this is some news that I was very excited about because I'm I'm just a huge Blake Lively fan. That's all there is to it. And every word of that was not true. The reason I'm excited about this is because it's going to be an adaptation of Brian Lee O'Malley's Seconds novel which is his follow-up to scott pilgrim and i was very you know scott pilgrim is one of my favorite comics it is my favorite comic of all time 
mm-hmm. and one of my favorite movies of all time. So uh, the se- seconds is not as good as Scott Pilgrim, but it's still the same kind of humor and uh, writing from Brian Lee O'Malley. So hopefully they can capture that same spirit. And Edgar Wright is also going to be producing the film. So I, I'm really very excited about these uh, creators more than anything. Um, Blake Lively, I can take it or leave it. I don't know how she directs. I don't like her acting. <laughs> That's it. But I'm, I'm excited about this Seconds movie. Kind of a weird title um, for, for a adaptation. Maybe they'll change that uh, as the movie version comes out. But um, any interest in Seconds, Rob? Um, not really, but only because I'm not super familiar with the property. But I like the team. I like everybody involved, so hopefully it's good. I'm at, if the, I, at the very least, I'll give you, I give it a chance. What if I told you that the main character receives the power to fix her past mistakes by writing them down in a notebook, eating a mushroom, and falling asleep? Well, sounds like a Saturday night to me. Yeah, <laughs> catch magic. <laughs> Uh, hopefully that'll be good. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, and hopefully that's it for this week's Woo! geek news, everybody. Now the episode's not over yet, so don't go don't go hit and stop on your podcatcher just yet. Keep listening because we got our life updates. One of our favorite things to talk about. I'll speak for Shaf on his life updates. Again, Shaf's uh, beautiful baby girl was born this past Thursday. What day was that? Factor. That was the 27th? The 27th. Oh, 28th, uh, I'm sorry. April 28th. 28th. Uh, beautiful baby girl. She's healthy. He's uh, The baby's doing just fine. Mama's doing just fine. Shaf, I'm sure, is suffering from a lack of sleep. So, again, Shoff congratulations. unfortunately, passed away. That's why we had to replace him on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in sorry, peace. Sorry, Shaf. But you know what? Your legacy will always... We'll always be here with Geek So To Speak podcast. Yeah, pour one out. <laughs> pour one out for shop. <laughs> uh, but uh, how has your past week been, buddy? Now, uh, since Shaf's not been here, I know that you've uh, you brought in a special guest to help you with Technological, which is yes. also usually co-hosted by Shaf. Yes. We had a chance to uh, bring in one of my very closest podcasting buddies, Frank Ramblings. Um, from he does a, a multitude of shows. Yeah, you can go to Thought Bubble Audio and catch all of his shows. But uh, Beer with Geeks is very actually kind of similar to Geek, so to speak. He it's him and his buddy talking pop culture while they drink beer. And mm-hmm. I do the same thing, Rob. You know, every week I'm drinking this magical beer that is made out of water. But what you can't see, listeners, is that he is holding up his cereal bowl and drinking milk. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cereal with Geeks. That's a new show we're going to start up. Uh, that's another show on the network. <laughs> but Frank was a very gracious co-host, and um, I'm really excited. If everyone out there is a Trek fan, go listen to the latest episode of Treknological, and you will hear my good buddy Frank Ramblings uh, telling us about the penultimate episode of Star Trek Picard almost over this season is... And we've got some new things coming up next week. Next week is going to be a, a packed episode for us because 
we're doing we're reviewing the finale for Picard and mm-hmm. the premiere for the brand new Star Trek show Strange New Worlds. So we're going to be doing double duty next week. I got to tell uh, you, I, I listened to a little bit of that episode with Frank Ramblings on it. He's got a good voice for oh, yeah. radio. Like yeah. he, like he sound. I'm, it sounds like I'm listening to somebody from a car commercial. <laughs> yeah, about he, Star Trek. Yeah, he's always been that way. And pair that that voice with he's always been very good at the um, the equipment side. He's always had a great microphone. You know, he's always done the production value on all of his podcasts is always super high. So that's why I knew he would be great to bring in uh, and fill Shaw's shoes for that episode. So definitely check that out if you guys get a chance. Um, And I did not tell you this, Rob, I don't think, but I did not go to work yesterday. Oh, lucky duck. I had a three-day weekend. The reason Uh why, my work sends me a text message as I'm driving to work. Hey, uh, don't go in. The building's been evacuated. So uh, just st- stay home, and we'll tell you when to come in. So I'm waiting what all happened? day. Uh, well, what happened? They, well, they never said. So I'm waiting all day, and then I get a text at 1030 at night. All right, it's, it's you're clear to come back to work. Oh, thanks. You know, I'm si- I sat On around. Monday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sat around the whole day waiting, you know. So I'm, I have this, like, cloud over my head, like, do I need to stay dressed for work? Because I had already gotten ready. Like, do I need to stay? Do I need to stay? I think after about an hour, I was like, yeah, I'm not going back into work. Um, but Took your pants off after an hour. You're like, yeah. yeah, I'm not putting these back on. <laughs> but this, you know, what's weird is the same thing happened last week. And it turned out that the batteries for the electric cars that are in my building uh-huh. started smoking. So they called uh-huh. the fire department in and evacuated everybody just as a precautionary thing. Oh, but wow. I want to say they were back within like an hour or two hours. I was actually um, on my way to work then, and they were saying it. But it was so, like, they called me in as I was driving in. So they had actually, they had texted me the night before and said, oh, yeah, the um, the building's been evacuated. Don't come into work. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I get to tomorrow off. And then like 20 minutes before my shift, oh, yeah, come on in. I was like, ah, I got to get ready. So... <laughs> Maybe they'll keep on evacuating us every week. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, my week had a lot to do with evacuating, too. I was ac- evacuating my bowels <laughs> and my stomach Dang. this week because uh, I came down with food poisoning for the first time in my life I've ever had that happened to Dang. me. Now, here's a little backstory. I don't think I told this on this podcast, but I discussed this a little bit on the Sandbox Gamers, uh, the video game podcast you and I co-host with Jeff W. Check it out, everybody. So, personally, for so for the month of April, I, and I've done this once before, but I decided to do it again. For the month of April, I said, I'm going to test my willpower, and I am going to stop eating fast food. No real reason other than, like, you know, just eat healthy for a little while and just test my strength. And it's tough because I miss Taco Bell so bad. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. But anyway, <laughs> so I've been doing my absolute best this month to not eat fast food. But uh, last week, we were, it was a Sunday night. We ran out of groceries 
And we said, oh, well, you know what? Let's just let's just get something. And my wife suggested in and out and I said, okay, you know, I've been good. I'll go ahead and get this in and out. So I go to in and out, get it. It's good. It's tasty, whatever. The next morning I wake up and I immediately start barfing and pooping. And I'm like, well, that's new because I haven't barfed. In almost 20 years, Factor. Dang. That's actually a point of pride for me <laughs> that I have not barfed in that long. And so I work in engineering. I'll just put it that way. And so I had to go to a job site uh, for <laughs> a project that we were starting. And I had to talk to the homeowners and stuff like that. And I was, I almost barfed on these poor homeowners <laughs> and the poor construction crews <laughs> to, that are just working on this project. And I immediately left and I was just down for the count. I barfed all day and pooped oh, all day. Man. But the good news is on top of the time or uh, on top of the weight that I lost this month for just changing my diet and lifestyle, adding being sick added about another five pounds off of that. So I lost 10 pounds this month. Oh, so snap. it's pretty... It's pretty good. And the best part is, is that like my eating habits right now are I can hardly eat anything without getting full. Like the other day, the day after I recovered from being sick, I got a, a, a tuna sandwich from Jersey Mike's, just the regular, the nine inch one. And I could only eat half of one half of a of the sandwich before I was full. And that was all I ate all day. I'm only eating one thing a day right Ooh. now because my stomach has shrank so oh, much. And dang. so it's 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 helping me out even <laughs> more. Uh, so thank you. But it turns out there's an E. coli. There was a there was a um, recall of ground beef. Mm. And uh, I think I caught that. And I and I suspect it was uh, food poisoning because I neglected to mention that my wife also got sick ah. all the exact same things as me at the exact same time and our boy link did not because he didn't need any of it so we suspected that but on top of that i've been playing elden ring but i'm not going to get into that save that for the sandbox gamers podcast I'll, I'll save all my elden ring escapades for that podcast but in the spare time that i have that where i wasn't barfing my brains <laughs> out or pooping my brains out or playing Elden Ring. I've been reading a little book. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Thor, colon, God of Thunder. I found a copy of it on the street. Um, I'm five issues in. And I got to tell you, this might be the worst thing that I have done, meaning I missed this. That's the worst thing I've I done. I knew he was setting because me Because... <laughs> This is actually a really good, so far, series. Um, Jason Aaron, I think, is the one yes. who wrote it. And I really like the art. The yes. art's very good as well. Um, I, I, Shaf talked about this series a little bit last week. So I think it was last week. So I won't go into it too much, just so I don't want to retread everything that he already said. But what I'm really enjoying about it is how it's told in the past, the present, and the future, yes. and it's really just jumping between these three things. And I'll just, uh, to let you know where I am in the story, somebody from the past just arrived in the future, Ooh. is what what just happened. Yeah. And that's where I'm at, and I'm very much enjoying it. Um, 
and I, I'm interested in seeing how much of this Gore the God Butcher story is it, or what elements, what plot points of it will be adapted to uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Because obviously the, the MCU Thor is a totally different thing than the comic book Thor. They're not like terribly different, but they're still not exactly the same, right. especially this modern iteration of Thor. But I'm very curious to see how much of this ends up in the movie and how much of it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. This is actually the first Thor book I've read. I've never read a Thor book. Yeah, I would say this is the best Thor storyline of all time. Like, there's there's been classic Thor stuff from the past, but I think this is, like, the perfect modern-day Thor. And Jason Aaron created both characters that we're going to see in Love and Thunder, Gore the God Butcher and Natalie Portman's Jane the... Um, I was going to say Jane the Virgin... The <laughs> Jane Foster Thor, which is called the Mighty Thor, both of those characters are in his run. And his run was like 10 years. So it it goes on in multiple books. Like it changes from Thor into Jane, Jane back to Thor. Like So there's a whole arc of storylines that it goes through. But I'm very happy that uh, you're enjoying that. Isad Rabik is the artist. And yeah, that... The, the painted style that he uses, I always, mm-hmm. like, it was amazing to me when I was reading that um, originally. And it only gets better. And actually, what you were talking about with the jumping between timelines, that was the main hook for me, where it was like, oh, what's what's happening? Like, what's going to happen? How does he end up like that in the future? So mm-hmm. all of those things I was, like, I was loving. So I'm very happy that you're enjoying it. Yes, it's very, very good, um, and I intend to keep reading it instead of hopping back and forth between comics like I like yeah. to do sometimes, but I, I'm very much enjoying it, so thank you, whoever found that, <laughs> and uh, gave it to me, because I am certainly enjoying it, and something else we enjoy is you, the listeners, for enjoying us. It's a mutual circle jerk of enjoyment <laughs> here at Geek So To Speak Podcast, so thank you so much for sticking with us all the way to the end. I'd like to give you a a very gentle reminder again that next week will be episode number 199 of Geek So To Speak podcast. And then from there, we're going to take a small break, either a week or two weeks that hasn't been decided yet. And then Geek So To Speak will return with glorious episode number 200 with a brand new, well, I'm not going to say it. I almost spoiled it just now, but things are going to be a little different around here. Not not so much that you're going to want to not listen anymore. Just let me ch- express that. But we're just making a few show tweaks. We're really narrowing down to what we think the heart of Geek, so to speak, is to make better content for you, the listeners. So keep an eye out for that. Shoff may or may not be with us for the whole episode next week, but at the very least, we know he he's going to want to chime in for Multiverse of Madness because I can tell you one thing right now is he is... You think Jeff W. from the Sandbox Gamers podcast is angry? Uh, Shaf is by furious (laughs) with how much uh, he believes Doctor Strange is being spoiled by by its own marketing right now, and I can't wait to have him talk about it on the podcast. But anyway, 
keep an eye out for that. And also, if you're not already subscribed, hit that subscribe button. You know what to do. You can find all of our social media links for Geek So To Speak podcast in the show notes. And you can also find all of our individual social media links as well, should you feel the, the urge to follow us all online. Again, we will be back for you next week with our review of Multiverse of Madness. Go ahead and say the catchphrase, Vector. Same geek time! Same geek channel! Take it easy, everybody! You guys are fucking lame.